Welcome to the Living With Chronic Illness Podcast. I'm Mariel Metcalf, Head of Living With at Research Partnership. In this second installment of our four-part series on atopic dermatitis, or AD, we speak to Robin about the impact of AD on day-to-day life. We hope you find this podcast of value, and if you want to find out more, please visit researchpartnership.com forward slash livingwith. I'm here now with our guest, Robin, who is talking to us about her experience with AD, or atopic dermatitis. So Robin, we already discussed your experience with being diagnosed with AD. Now I'd like to talk to you about how it affects you day to day. So how would you classify the severity of your AD at the moment? At the moment, it's very under control. I can wear normal shoes. I wake up and get out of bed and don't think about it. It's not the primary focus of life, which it had been. Right. So So when you were first diagnosed, what did you think your level of severity was then? Severe. Severe. Because you walk on your feet and to get from bed to anywhere, you have to walk. And so the ability to put shoes on my feet, which impacted the ability to leave my home, the ability to exercise, basically everything I did became impacted. Wow. So you even talked in the previous segment about having to buy new shoes, larger fit as well to try to accommodate your pain. Yeah. Incredible. So as a company, we did some interviews actually with people living with AD and a feedback we received is that the main symptoms they had were things like itchy skin or redness or dry and rough skin. So you did talk previously, the itch was definitely there, but the presentation of your skin was slightly different, wasn't it? On your it face? was, yes. I would have splits tear open that were anywhere from two centimeters to four centimeters long and extremely deep. And they would okay. bleed. So if I put on a pair of boots to go somewhere, when I came home and took them off, my feet were like, bleeding heavily. Oh my goodness. Oh, that sounds so painful because your full weight is on your feet. Do you have eczema or AD on other parts of your body or is it just the feet? I do not. I feel as though I'm starting to get signs on my face just recently. Um, But it was, it was really localized to the soles of my feet though. About the two-year mark, it started creeping up around my feet, like coming up the sides a little bit. Mm. It seemed to be expanding, but it was primarily the soles of my feet. Yeah. And did you notice anything triggering the the slight spread that you're noticing now? Is there anything that No, and I tested everything, you know, I did every elimination diet and you know, let's try this, let's try that, let's change detergents, let's, you know, I did all the things that maybe could be impacting and nothing seemed to make a difference. Right. So it sounds like you're covering everything you can on your side to just try to understand what could cause that. Yeah, that's highly frustrating. I can imagine. Yes. I got all the things online and, you know, I'd wrap my feet in gauze and then put on special socks and, and all the things to sleep, but nothing brought relief. Let's talk about the impact a bit on day-to-day life. So I know it's quite controlled 
right now, but when it wasn't controlled, you had mentioned uh, your mobility was affected. Anything else like that? Anything emotional or psychological that was also being affected? Oh, absolutely. Because I'm used to being very active. I have six children. I go lots of places and I'm involved in things, but I would get up and say, okay, can I do this today? A, I have to walk. B, I have to put shoes on my feet because you really can't go to the grocery store in fuzzy socks, hobbling oh. around and especially no. both feet. And so, okay, what is going on in my life that I can't just get up get dressed and go to the grocery store to pick up things for my family. Mm. And I am actually a shoe person. So oh, I no. have beautiful heels and I'm not really interested in. <laughs> oh no. So it it took away that sounds so silly on some fronts, but it took away a piece of my identity of putting on an outfit and being fully presentable to I wasn't and I couldn't and I'm hobbling and found I was like a toddler walking on my tippy toes when the cuts were the worst on my heels. And it was overwhelming the pain, but also the idea that I didn't have control over my life because I couldn't control my skin. So how did that make you feel to have that, to, to feel this lack of control? Frustrated, desperate at times. Because I, I just, I needed it fixed. And at every turn, there weren't adequate solutions. Mm. Um, I would wake up and think, oh, I'm awake. I have to stand up. I can't start my day without standing up. And that makes the beginning of the day a drudgery. Instead of going to take on the day, I felt mm. like it was going to take on me. So how did you cope with that? Did family help friends or, you know, what were your coping mechanisms? I'm a suck it up gal, suck it up buttercup. So I hobbled through that way most of the time, like I'm just going to do. And there would be times, but then you wonder the example you're setting, like for children. So we'd be going somewhere. I'm just like, all right, I'm going to shove my feet in these boots and we're going to go and I'm going to smile through the day. And then I'm going to go home and I'm going to take them off and my socks are going to be soaked and I'm going to cry. And then what am I presenting to my kids? What that mm-hmm. I have to go and not be in fuzzy socks. That's not what I want to teach them. But how many things was I going to miss? I wasn't going to miss a recital or things. Yeah. So it, it became that the state of my feet controlled multiple aspects of my life. Wow. So how did your family react to this? Because it came really suddenly, just out it of the It came really suddenly. And at first everyone was like, what is going on? Like, do you have some crazy disease? And then they would look, my husband would be like, oh my gosh, that looks horrible and painful. And I'd be like, yes, it is. It is. <laughs> and you're still trying to smile through. <laughs> you got to smile through because what are you going to do? And gross. They're like, what is that? <laughs> is that catching which was a fair question is that catching is it contagious and we would say no but then I'd wonder what if it is obviously you had to do things different to be working through the pain and and things like that but did your family have to work around it did they expect you not to show up to as many recitals for example yeah so and it caused them to need to question what they should and shouldn't ask what was appropriate to ask me to do what wasn't, and they're used to me doing all the things and they would feel guilty asking, but then when they didn't, 
then I would say, oh, you should have told me. So it created this dynamic in our household of what do you ask mom to do because she has bad skin on the bottoms of her feet. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I see. I guess there had to be compromises made, not just like in what you're doing, but how people are actually thinking about you. And like you had said, you did everything before. You were very active, involved in a lot of their activities and also had to stop a little bit. So how is it now? And I know that you have had some good treatment that's really working for you. And we're going to talk about that in the next segment. But I guess Mm -hmm. now that you've had this benefit of this treatment, how is life now? So much better. I can remember clearly the first day that treatment had really kicked in that I woke up, I stood up on the bed and I just walked into the bathroom and I I stopped and thought, I just walked across the floor and I'm not in pain. And I didn't think about getting up. It, It was instantaneous when it was better. It didn't slowly get better. It was one day I just woke up and walked across the room and thought, oh, I'm like a normal person. I can remember the day I put my favorite pair of black heels on. Wow. And and I walked in, my girls were getting ready in the morning and I walked in and I said, look what mom's wearing to church. And they were like, those shoes fit you? And I was like, they fit me. My feet have shrunk. Like they're not swollen and puffy. I mean, it really meant the resumption of normal life. Oh. I can exercise again. And I should have mentioned earlier, I ended up with a lot of back issues because when your feet don't work, you walk on the outsides of your feet sometimes or the insides or tippy toes, it throws your whole carriage off. And so then I had a lot of issues with alignment and the chiropractor would say, we've got to adjust these things. And all of a sudden I could function without pain, not just in my feet, but in my back, in my neck, because I stayed aligned properly. Oh, that's amazing. So actually I thought of something you also said, in addition to six kids, you work full time. How is your work effective? Not as severely as it could have been because I do work from home and I run a company. And so I'm at a computer. So I would, you know, sometimes be sitting there working with my feet in ice or (laughs) different things. The pain level would impact my work, but my job doesn't contain walking. Mm. So I was very fortunate in that respect. Oh, that's great. And I guess working from home, yeah, you are viewed on the computers from the chest up. So (laughs) not from the feet. Yes. (laughs) Good. Okay. So I think what I'd like to understand, I guess, looking at your viewpoint on what a good day is with AD, what's a bad day with AD? So if you can explain to me, what is having a good day with atopic dermatitis? What can you do? How do you feel? A good day means you take your skin and its health completely for granted. A good day means you get up and clean your face and put on some lotion and put lotion maybe on your body and get dressed and you don't have to think about it. Mm. And then there's the spectrum of a not as good day is I'm really patchy here and I'm scratching more than normal and I'm controlling that. And that spectrum continues to a bad day is I wake up and I cry because I have to get out of bed and walk on my feet. And then I'm going to spend 30 minutes, four times during the day, rewrapping them with gauze and making sure they're clean and checking, have I used these steroid treatments or whatever we're using, you know, 
Mm. probably what does the calendar say is this an on day or an off day or a twice a day or what are we doing did I take a pain med to sleep last night uh-huh. so a bad day means perhaps physical care of the areas mm. pain, sometimes pain sometimes itching so much I thought it would make me crazy which when I say sounds so melodramatic but the itch could be so extreme There were times I thought, okay, it is an irrational thought that I'm going to get an ax and chop my foot off. Like, no, that's rational. But what would I do to stop it? Could we talk about that just a little bit, the itch? Because it's no ordinary itch. It's It's not. not, It's not the ordinary concept of itch. I've heard this before. Sometimes we speak to other people who are with AD and they said, you have no idea what I go through. So can you try to- you think crazy thoughts like, okay, if I took a knife, how deep would I have to go to get the itch out? And you know, intellectually, that if you itch more, it will make it worse. You're just Mm -hmm. igniting and causing more inflammation, but that's okay that it's going to be worse in 10 seconds because it will be better this second. Right. This is not like a mosquito bite that you scratch and go. Yeah. What do you say to people who just say, well, you know, if you just don't itch, it will get better. Yeah, no, it won't. (laughs) It won't. (laughs) It won't. And I'm a fairly disciplined. My spices are alphabetized in my heart. I like certain ways and there was no overcoming it. So then you think if it's going to hurt in 15 seconds anyways, I may as well give myself two seconds of relief. Mm. Let me go pour a cold bath. Let me try a hot bath today. You know, what can I do to attempt relief, even if I know it won't work? Because at least trying something. What for you is the worst thing about eczema or AD? Either the swelling and inflammation or that's frustrating, but the itch, the itch is hard to explain that something could be that deep Mm. so when you say deep it's almost like you feel it in your bones is that how how it is oh yeah I absolutely feel like it's bone deep it's not on the surface it's not okay it's like you can't get deep enough to scratch that itch (laughs) Mm. yeah I understand no I don't understand but I understand the concept (laughs) because I haven't gone through it but yeah that sounds really really painful You've already talked a lot about the pain, but I think sometimes when people have the idea of eczema, it is just that itch, but it does affect mobility because the itch tears the skin, the ribs, and there's a lot of actual pain linked to that. Yeah. Beyond the itch as well. And then because my skin would be open, they were like giant open paper cuts almost on the bottom of my feet. So at Mm. least the super glue would Mm. seal that up and relieve a piece of that pain. But otherwise it was just like an open cut, which I was going to step on and put pressure on again to walk. Yeah. And did you ever have any issues with infections at all? I didn't, but I was super fastidious about making sure, okay, we change these, which then just took up boatloads of my time. Mm. And there's something frustrating, like, okay, how much time am I going to spend today on my skin? Yeah. Did you experience flares at all? Or was your eczema just constant when it was bad? It was pretty constant. Mm -hmm. There would be cycles where it would ease up a little 
and then it would get worse. Sometimes my right foot was worse. Sometimes it was my left. I start thinking, okay, maybe if I eat this, this is worse. You know, you start trying to Mm. guess all these things, but nothing gave actual answers. Is there anything else you want to touch on about how it's affected you, your life, your family? I don't think so. I think we've covered most of the bases. It was just hard for everyone. Mm. It wasn't cancer. It wasn't, I'd had a stroke. It's Mm. eczema. How bad is eczema? Bad. Bad. Yep. Sounds pretty bad. So thank you, Robin, for taking us through your experience. In our next podcast, we will be talking about what lifestyle changes or treatments you've used to cope with symptoms. And we hope you can join us for that session. Thank you. I look forward to it.